No, I, they always use the, the old rock fight analogy. So um, I guess I'll be unoriginal and I'll use the rock fight analogy too. So, I mean, we thought that that's what it would be as a game. Um, just a, 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 a game where there's a premium on points and, and trying to score. Um, and so it was. They do a good job. They're aggressive defensively. They, they force a lot of turnovers. Um, we turned it over in some, some situations. I think we were trying to do more than what the situation called for, but they did. They forced a lot of turnovers. They scored 21 points off of those turnovers. I don't know how many were directly off of the turnover, but, but enough, I'll tell you that. Uh, um, so um, credit to them for that. We had the bulk of our turnovers came from two guys uh, who are out there on the floor a lot and the ball's in their hands a lot. And we ask them to make a lot of decisions and do a lot of things for us and defend a lot of different players. And so uh, those guys uh, uh, didn't have a great day in terms of handling the ball and not turning the ball over. Uh, so you combine that with 12 offensive uh, uh, or 12 points off of offensive rebounds, a seven for 14 performance from the free throw line, uh, a myriad of situations where we were around the basket and didn't finish or had good open shots and, and, and didn't make those or didn't take a couple of them. And um, you know you can't have all those happen on the same day uh, against a team who's committed to playing defense. And, and, and again, there's a premium on scoring points. So when you get a chance to, uh, even down to the last one, we throw it to Josh and it goes off of his hands out of bounds. And so uh, you know it's, it's difficult when you have a day like that uh, against a team like this. You got you to be able to capitalize on all the points you can get. Lamont, you mentioned the turnovers. I mean, it seemed to me like they try to drive, kick it into the lane, and that's where the, the MSU hands were. Yeah. Was that something you guys weren't expecting, or just was the the passes not crisp or, or yeah. needed to be further? I, I, I'll be I'll be honest with you. You know, I I think a lot of that was on us. Uh, this is not to take anything away from them at all. They you know they do it they do it a lot. They do it to a lot of teams, but some of it is just is growing in your game and and attacking, and then playing off of two feet and making the decision that's there. Uh, again, I think if you got to a certain point, you took a snapshot, right? And then I removed it. And then the next day I asked you what decision you would make, you'd make the right decision almost every time. And you'd see what was available. It's hard to do that when you get going. And some of that is them and that the fact that they, they'll pressure you on the perimeter and make you attack at full speed. But some of that is on you. Some of that, you're, I, I, I've been around teams and we're, we're aspiring to grow to be a team where we are in control in that situation. The ball's in our hands, not their hands. And so we make the decisions in those situations. And if they run and run two guys at you, well, one guy must be uh, unguarded, and so we have to be able to handle those situations better. They're good at it. They're good at it. This is not the first team that's turned it over a bunch against them. But uh, I, I just I aspire for us to make better decisions in those situations. Michael, <clears throat> uh, you know, going through this stretch of adversity, how, how have you seen your players, I guess, handle it in terms of you know mentally, emotions, things like that, and how has it been managing that, trying to get guys motivated? With, with the losses? Yeah, it's hard. It's very difficult. I think it's probably more difficult now than ever just because, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an emotional group, these, these kids that are of, of college age. And, and any of you, of you that are around them on a consistent basis or, or are the parent of them or uncle of them or aunt or whatever it is, you know that. And um, so it is. It's difficult. 
uh, it's always been difficult when you go through a stretch, but I think it's even more difficult now. So uh, um, I, th I, th I think our spirits have been pretty good overall relative to that, right? Because <clears throat> you have to move forward. You have to get ready for the next game. You have to try to improve. And the only way you're going to do it is if you have a positive attitude, if you're going to go into something and accept the work and, and, and try to get better. Otherwise, you're just the same guy and you hope you play better, or the same team and you hope you just play better in one game. But it's a, it's a challenge. We're constantly talking about it, constantly trying to put things into perspective in a way that it makes sense to, to them. Um, and talk about the next move and the next step and the horizon and what the future is. The future is short. It's, 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 it's tomorrow. It's in a couple of days. It's the next game. Um, but we're constantly trying to focus on that in a way uh, that, we can, that we can inspire guys to, to continue to work hard and come out and, and have a lot of energy and a lot of juice when they play the basketball game. Every day is a new day. Like every, every hole is a new hole, like I said in the, in the other golf analogy. And so uh, if you're hanging your head because you had a triple bogey or three bogeys in a row, the chances of you birdieing the next are relied upon. It's luck only, maybe, right, if, you, if you're not in the right headspace. But if you, again, you take all the factors into account, you make a good, solid decision, you plan on hitting a good shot, you concentrate the way that you're capable of, your chances go up of, of, of having a par or a birdie uh, on that next hole. Don't get to me birdies. But, but, um, but yeah, that's the, that's the mentality that I think you have to have in order to, to, to uh, persevere through some, you know, some pretty trying times. Lamont, two questions. Chico only played two minutes in the second half. Was it injury or is coach's decision? Yeah, no, that was uh, that was injury. You know, you know, he's had some tendonitis flare up, a little tendonitis flare up. So <clears throat> he, uh, he practiced really well one of the one of the two days, and another day he was in and out a little bit. But so we rested it and continued to treat it, and and uh, he was able to to try to play, and then uh, you know flared up again while he was out there. So he just wasn't able to move. Uh, in a way that he was going to be able to be effective. So, um, yeah, that was that was due to to that. And you've mentioned in the past building here and, and the looking towards the future. How do you balance the games? I know you want to win every single one. But how do you balance the results game by game versus the big picture? Is that hard to do? And have you seen progress in these last three or four games? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't always say that, but that is a really insightful question, and it's one that you, it, it's a it's a it's a balancing act. It is because you do. That's your, you. You have to win games. Your job is to win games, and so you have to prepare to win. You have to put the guys in the best position to win. You have to make substitutions in a way that's going to allow us to have the best chance to win. This guy's playing well. This one's not. This guy's got good energy. That one doesn't. Uh, this one's defending well today. This one's not. You've got to continually do that. Um, but at the same time, you have to. You have. To, that's why there's moments even during those games where. I'll still call timeouts or I'll still make sure we get the matchup. So we're still going to press, even though people might think the game is out of reach, right? It's, it's a mentality that you're developing. It's a, it's a way of going about your business that you're developing. Um, it's a culture that you're trying to develop. And uh, it, it is, it is, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, you're, you're, you're playing a, you're playing a, an interesting, it's an interesting dance that you're doing just because you, you are trying to win games at, you know, at all costs. But at the same time, I, I, I see the future. I've been there. I see the future, and I know what it's going to look like when, when our expect expectations have changed and we're winning on a consistent basis. And so I play for the long, I play the long game as well. 
you mentioned trying to do too much in some situations, and I saw a couple times you had some frustration with maybe a pass out of an open shot. Um, what do you kind of put trying to do too much to, and how do you kind of simplify things for this offense? Yeah, I mean, it's it's th th that's a couple of different questions in there. There's 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 simplifying, so there's less decisions. That's one thing, and then there's and then there's doing too much, which is when when I say doing too much. It's okay. A circumstance has presented itself, and and here's what the normal thing I should do. I probably should attack. Uh, the help comes. I need to kick. Uh, but instead, I'm going to dribble three more times. So I, I, that's really just an individual decision that a guy makes, and and we need to make that decision less. And we've had some games where we did make it less. I think frustration goes into that. Uh, When's the last time I shot? Might go into that, play into that. Um, so, so, but then we've also simplified some things, uh, just so that you you're less likely to get in that situation. You're just we have everyone's on the same page. It's a, a little methodical at times, just and that's a good thing for us at times, just to just to have some continuity and everyone knows how to settle ourselves down because we still do try to hit grand slams. Uh, with no one on base sometimes that's not possible um, and so we gotta we still have to continue to learn that it's 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 still it's one it's one basket one point at a time coach Mississippi State did seem to struggle a little bit tonight from behind the three-point arc especially in the first 38 minutes of the game or so was there ever any thought to maybe running a little bit more zone, even if it was varied up, maybe a 2-3 three or 3-2? Three, or does it go back to the whole idea of you're trying to build for the long haul for year two, year three, year four, and beyond? Yeah, well, one, I, I don't think anyone's going to mix up the zone on a zone they haven't practiced, right? Um, but we did. We, we did. We, we ran some of our 1-3-1. One, one. Um, some of it is personnel-driven. We can't, we can't just run it with any five guys that are in the game. Uh, we're not built that way. We get guys in the, in the wrong positions. And then the zone, which has actually been a good thing for us. It was good in the Georgia game. It's been good. In, it stopped the bleeding multiple times, um, which philosophically, that's another whole story. I just think if you need the zone to stop the bleeding, what's your man-to-man -man really look like? It should be a tool, not a, not a crutch. Um, and it, but, but you can use it as a crutch. And sometimes it'll get you through a game as a crutch. Um, but uh, so we went to it some today, but it's, it's personnel driven for us. It's personnel driven for us. And we can only do it with certain guys in the game. Um, you know, like we, we only really run it with Zach at the top. And, and it, it just there were some other things that affected who how many minutes a guy's playing or what he's doing or how locked on in he is. And so uh, uh, we, we couldn't do it quite as much. But I, I also do. You got to learn to 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 to. Get your bread and butter. And if you want, to, if you're Jim Beheim, your bread and butter is a two-three zone, and I'm sure that's all they practice. Um, but our bread and butter is not. It's going to be man-to-man, -man, and so we got to learn how to sometimes uh, uh, tighten up or, or you know, change personnel or, or get stops when we need. So, come on. Depending on foul trouble, obviously, you're relying on Hayden, Michi, and Gigi to play a lot of minutes for you yeah. guys. Michi and Hayden and Gigi at least haven't really done that at this level. Are you worried about fatigue at all with those guys, and how do you maybe approach that over the back half of league play? Yeah, to, uh, to some degree I am. Um, 
You know, some of it's practice. With Hayden particularly, he's had some injuries. So we've modified some of the things that he does at practice in terms of his reps. He's also you know, 30 years old. So his ability to pick up on things by just getting a couple reps at it live, and he's going to only go live. He only goes one speed. So um, he's going to get a, a, a taste of it and a feel for what we need to do. So practice is one area that we try to be smart with what we're doing in terms of you know, t minutes and what guys are doing and who's doing what. But um, we, we also still need to continue to develop some other guys. And part of the reason why uh, Ford got in there a little bit longer. We need to develop some, some of these guys. It, 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 you know, in some games, uh, uh, Zach can play longer. In some games, he can't play longer. You know, it just there's just some a lot of things can happen when you throw a young guy out there and he's and it starts going downhill for him. They have a hard time rallying themselves. That's the best of those guys. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Coach, you kind of just touched on it, and you also talked about how the players are handling adversity. But we're seeing, you know, raw emotion out there, frustration, players getting upset, verbally yelling. I guess, kind of, how do you help them digest that frustration and overcome it, or is that something kind of like you touched on that they are supposed to do on their own? Um, well, during the game, during the game, uh, there's a lot of emotions. Frustration is should not be one of them. That, that you have to process and manage frustration. Um, that was always a, a phrase one of my friends always used to say, frustration sets in, an athlete's worst enemy, which I agree. I think it's an athlete's worst enemy is frustration. Fatigue's bad, there's a lot of, frustration is an athlete's worst enemy to me. And so guys have to manage frustration. There, there shouldn't be a lot of reasons for frustration um, other than maybe you don't play well. Okay, well then you have to, you have to put the team above yourself, right? Like, would you be willing to play poorly and have the team win by 20 every single game? Uh, hopefully the answer is yes. So that's one way I can alleviate that frustration. Frustration on whatever it is, you have to manage the frustration. So we talk to, we talk to guys about, you know, managing frustration and, and managing your emotions in general. I don't think uh, excitement. It's hard to handle, it's hard to handle adversity. Oh, it's just as hard, if not harder, to handle prosperity. Uh, on a consistent basis. It is, for young, especially for inexperienced people. It's very difficult to handle prosperity. And so we're constantly talking about, you know, emotions and managing your emotions and, and uh, you know, like I said, the ability to continue to improve and work on your game because you're in a good, a good headspace from an emotional standpoint.